This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss. If you would like to submit questions for us to answer on the podcast, then you can email us at coppercrabpodcast at gmail.com. That's K-O-P-E-R-C-R-A-B-B podcast at gmail.com. You can join our Discord and submit a question there or just join the Discord community, period, because... The community that we have going over there is so cool, and you can be a part of awesome music discussions, just chatting about, you know, whatever. People are posting their instruments over there. We even have a lobster tank for to find your, your perfect match in life. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to call in to the podcast. Someone's so, going to meet the love of their life in there, dude. I think so. I think so. I have high hopes. Seriously, man. Uh, you can call into the podcast at 615-314-5053 with a question, a comment. We will play it on the podcast. If you would like to buy Entheos merch... That is our band. Naveen and I are in a band called Entheos. I'm a vocalist. Naveen plays guitar and plays drums. More importantly, the drummer. Yeah. Uh, then you can go and buy our merch at www.entheosstore.com or you can buy Copper Crab merch for the podcast at www.coppercrab.bigcartel.com. Also, we are playing some Christmas shows with Lorna Shore at, or right before Christmas, I guess. It's not at the end of December. One second, I'm going to grab those dates. It We've got is... the 20th going down in New Jersey. Oh, no. Uh, 20th is Worcester. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 20th. <laughs> Naveen was trying like, to spin those this. right off I the dome. This. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so those that's with Lorna Shore, Currents, Rivers of Nile, Varials and Entheos. Uh, it starts December 20th at uh, the Palladium in Worcester, Mass. December 21st, Long Island, New York at the Paramount. And December 22nd in Sayreville, New Jersey at Starlin Ballroom. And if you do not already have tickets for that December 22nd show, then you're SOL, SOL because it's sold out, man. So get on buying tickets to the other two shows because those probably will sell out as well. That's going to be so fun, man. Yeah, really, I'm really, really looking excited. forward to that. Christmas shows yeah. are fun. There's it's like a, a there's a cool spirit to it. I don't know. We've we've played some a few Christmas shows. We did White Chapels last year and a couple of years ago, and we also did Winds of Plague in was that San Diego? Oh, that was a Christmas show. Huh? That was a Christmas show. Yeah, there were. It Christmas didn't feel props very Christmassy because we were in California. So, and also we it was an entire like ten day long tour, so That's it didn't right. really have the. But it was with Spite and the Zenith Passage and Winds yeah. of Plague. Good it was time. super sick. It's also kind of cool to go out for three days. It'll be kind of fun because I you won't really... It's not like you're on tour. Mm-hmm. You know, you just kind of are doing a run. That's what I call that. <laughs> I think everyone calls that. <laughs> well, not run. really. Back in the day, we would encounter... Uh, <laughs> You would encounter bands that said they were going on tour, but really they just did like a weekend of shows. Yeah, I think that still happens. Yeah. It was kind of like an offense in yeah. my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's like three days. You could not eat for three days <laughs> and you'd be like, fine. Yeah, it's the ultimate. Uh, <laughs> it was the ultimate faux pas to call your three day run yeah. a tour. Just a run. <laughs> Anything under what? Three weeks? Anything under three weeks. Yeah, anything under three weeks is a run. Yeah, I hesitate. I, I hate to say that, but that's just. We've done a couple of like 10 day runs and I have a tough time calling those a tour. I had a tough time calling the uh, revocation unearthed thing a tour. I know. And that was 23 days long. I was calling that a run. Well, it seemed yeah, like. That's it... integrity right there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is a run, man. Anything, <laughs> anything under three weeks. It's a run. <laughs> Uh, it seemed like a run because we didn't have any days off. And it's like, it's kind of rare to not have days off at this point. Most of the tours that we do have like a, a Monday off. So Sundays are roadie Fridays. You know, <laughs> it's the yeah. little little tour lingo for you all. Tour lingo right for there. you guys. Uh, but you know what? Actually, after being on that run, I kind of want to call that a tour. 
that was that, a tour. It, it felt like a long time. It was a tour. I think that it seemed like a run because it only hit the East Coast yeah. and went up through like the middle of Canada. I think that's why I have the hesitation to call it a tour. Mm-hmm. It's because it was really restricted in where it was. Yeah, but it hit. You're not going all the way to the East Coast and back to the West. That's a tour. A tour is you circle the whole, you know, country. Yeah, and in this one, we just kind of circled the East Coast because we went up to New yeah. York and then came back down through Nashville and through Florida and went back up to New York and through Canada. Yeah. So Good time, none, those are the Those are the logistics, and don't you dare call anything under three if weeks a tour. If you're going on a, a three-day road trip, don't call that a tour. That's Come not on, a guys. tour. No. If it's in a pickup truck and it's a three-day long. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I've been on a lot of those runs. Dude, the first pickup the first animosity and... shows out of town were two cars. Yeah. Is that a tour? We did not call it a tour. Is it a tour yeah, and two cars? So does the vehicle matter? I think the vehicle. Well, I... I've been on tour with some bands that were in a forerunner. What what the hell's a forerunner? Like a Toyota 4Runner. Like Harrison, can a you pull SUV. up a picture of that and put it on the screen for me? A Toyota 4Runner. Uh, there, there, there is a um, a tour that I did, a full tour, Summer Slaughter. And one of the bands was in an SUV. Really? Mm-hmm. Are, do you want to name drop the band? No. It, uh, it was Vital Remains. They were in an SUV? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well. No hate or anything. It's just no, no, they're no, in no. an SUV. Yeah. I, I don't know what that's like to tour <laughs> for, for six weeks in an SUV. That, I wonder if they're getting hotels a lot. I would imagine so. Yeah, that would be the way to do they it. They would have to leave early a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, do forerunners take longer to get somewhere? I think maybe because they wanted to get a get a head start and maybe get a hotel. I was, well, I'm not really sure. I think that happens more often on festivals, like huge lineups where bands will leave early. I mean, I've done a portion of a tour in an SUV with Dustin. Oh, because the animal's van broke down or yeah. something? uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. So, what so we were on Animals as Leaders, to, did a tour with Dillinger Escape Plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> we just didn't have a van. And the tour, it, what happened? It was something really, I can't really re- remember the specifics, but I know that uh, Dustin, our friend, mutual friend of me and Cheney, he drove from Des Moines to get us in Washington, D.C., and Holy then we crap. had to do the first like week of the tour in his car. Yeah. Oh, I know the and, car. And we went into freaking Canada. I know the it. car we're talking about here now. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, the red Ford. I think it was red. So I guess you would save a bunch of money in gas, right? But what are you? Whose instruments are you playing? We had the trailer hooked up to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and okay. so we went, to, dude. We went with his car. And we had to, I think it went to Canada. So we we went into Canada with the freaking, we played in like New York City with the thing, went into Canada. Uh, the trailer tire blew out. Oh my God. And we're in, you know, the middle of freaking nowhere in Canada. And then we left. Canada, not much stuff in it. Yeah, a lot of space. <laughs> a lot of space A lot there. of space. Seriously. A lot of stuff to be built. Yeah. I can see a lot of... Uh, Potential. You know, potential. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you like wide open space. Canada's Canada. the place for you. And moose. Yeah, totally. If you like moose and Very mountains. Beautiful. Oh, my Very God. Very beautiful place. Canada is beautiful, though I wouldn't know because most of the time when I'm driving through the, the beautiful places, it's the middle of the night and I'm asleep. And we're on a two-lane highway. Yeah. And I'm afraid for my life. And I'm just shivering under a blanket because I'm having driving anxiety. True. And I'm scared that I'm going to run into a moose like this my friend. It sound like done. you're driving. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I'm hiding under a blanket at the yeah. same time. No, I don't Cheney drive. doesn't drive. I don't drive. So. No, I don't do that. Her li- her license is in good standing, but she just doesn't drive. <laughs> yeah, it's not not my thing. It's not my niche. <clears throat> not oh, my, so not what my was genre. actually funny about having the forerunner in Canada was that, f- so for the whole band up until that point, uh, Tosin was like, oh yeah, my license is, is expired. I can't drive. All right. And yeah, so that's, a, that's got, a good excuse. Yeah, so as soon as we got into Canada, they were like, there's no DMV here, dude. Jump in the... And then we were <laughs> yeah, like, you're like, fucking driving, right, dude. Tosin <laughs> yeah. is the driver now on this tour. <clears throat> yeah, so we're like, you're fucking driving. Anyway, the so we're going to the first show. Tire blows out. Mm-hmm. 
where you just leave the Wait, trailer. Wait, while Tosin is driving? I don't know. See, so I this is something that I'm also horrified of is the tire blowing out while we're driving. So is that what happened while you were driving? I don't know. Oh my, Naveen, how have you forgotten? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Early I've onset. played hundreds of shows <laughs> since then. I mean, if a tire blew out, then I would probably... Re- what do you think, Harrison? Not really. When, when the tire blows out on the trailer, it's not as eventful as you think. Oh, okay. just, you, well, you don't even notice it, and then after a while, you're like, oh, shit, the tire, tire's uh, blown out. Okay, that's that was going to be my question, though, because I'm horrified of like what's going to happen within yeah, the van if the tire yeah, yeah, trailer... Like, it's like, whoa! And like you're going, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like, like that. No! Yeah, yeah. And then you run into a moose, and you're in the... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, you're just driving and then it starts to feel a little bumpy and you look in the rear view mirror and the tire's busted. Okay. So it's more like a, oh, there might be something. Could someone check the tire? There might be uh, something wrong. hundred percent. Which happens 100%. almost every day. Yeah. So the tire blows out, we pull over and then we just left the trailer on the side of the road with all of our stuff. And that was a really rough go through on the Canadian border. Oh yeah. And that was the time <clears throat> that they made me unload the trailer. Oh no. Like that's the only time in my whole life. They're wow. like, yeah, take it all out, dude. Yeah, We're just... checking through here, man. And then they found all the merch. Oh, no. We had to pay like 400 bucks in like tax. <laughs> See, something. this is the thing that I'm <laughs> coming to horrible, realize man. is that if you just are honest with the, the border people, I feel like this happens in general. They're just, they they like you a little more if you're completely honest with them. And they're they're a little more willing to work with you. Yeah. So... When it comes to that kind of stuff, and we realized last time when we were driving through the border, because here's the thing, everyone's scared that they're going to be taxed on all the merch. Yeah. So going through the border is a huge thing. Yeah, it's a huge it's, thing. Everyone's scared of it. Yeah. Or I am, at least. It's really scary. And some like sometimes people have the tendency to, you know, stretch the truth <clears throat> a little bit about how much merch they might have on them. But I think it's better to just be honest. Just write it all out and just give them the paper. They're just trying to get yeah. through their work day the same as you are i'm thinking about going fully legit yeah, next time. just straight legit. manifest here you go man yeah because but, that's uh, the thing so when you go through the canadian border they want when you're in a touring band vehicle you've got a trailer it's obvious you have a bunch of stuff on you and yeah. you know instruments and whatever they want a list of everything that you have on you and they want a list a, a manifest of the merch that you can sell because they want you to pay taxes on it. <clears throat> Which doesn't make a ton of sense, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because let's say the tour starts and we're going into Canada. I'm going to have tons of merch that I'm not going to sell in Canada. Yeah. But I guess there's no way to prove it. So it just is what it is. Well, we talked to the border crossing lady last time and the tax isn't really that crazy. It's not that crazy. It's not that crazy of a number. But it's we the ha- tax on the cost of the merch. Right. But we have heard legend of bands going through the border and losing a bunch of money because they weren't honest with the, you know, border crossing. So I think it's better probably to just be honest and dumb, honest and dumb. That's what you should do. Be really stupid. (laughs) Which we kind of, we don't really know what we're talking about. That's what I'm saying. It's not an act. Let me in, please. I really want to go play these shows. (laughs) Yeah. Please. Canada's so fun to play. Just let us in. That's really I what it. I want to say to the border agent. Please, we just like it here. Harrison, was that your first time in Canada on the revocation tour? Uh, I mean, not technically, but I don't remember when I was in there before. I was two. So. Oh, okay. okay so. You had like a layover so, yes, there. Yes, it was. No, I, I was there for like a week. Oh, wow. Was was super wow. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's great. So, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So, what did you think of it? Was it everything that you... Uh... <laughs> uh <coughs> It's pretty cool. I think my favorite time was I have a friend up in Toronto, and he took me out to see some of the city after the show. Uh, it took me to a bar where he knew the bartender, and they just both worked on getting me really drunk. All right, so oh, yeah, Harrison's favorite part of Canada, free drinks. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I re- remember that. He showed up all drunk. I was like, what's going on here? It's a rare occasion. Man. So <laughs> it's a rare occasion, which is funny. I want to bring this up because I asked Harrison this the other day at Thanksgiving. Because you've been on two tours with us now. And I wanted to know what the most like surprising part of tour was to you. So share with the people. <laughs> it made- uh, I said for you guys, I think it's the professionalism. Because you yep. hear wow. all these stories about, especially like in the 
early days of like rock bands touring and like just drugs and alcohol galore and people staying up to like four in the morning partying and whatnot. And, yeah. you know, with this band, it's, um, you know, everyone's really clean and <laughs> we are clean. We are we're, one of the cleanest bands. We're a clean bands. band. Have yeah. you looked in any other bands, uh, rigs? Yeah. While I, we've been I, on I don't want to name names, but <clears throat> I think that's one of the reasons why I don't want to go as a full-time lighting director and get stuck. <laughs> And another band where, you know, I haven't showered in 13 days. Yeah, I'm yeah. stuck in a van yeah. with other people who haven't showered in that long. And We also have two girls in the crew. Yeah, we prioritize uh, showering. Uh, They're I mean, it's going to smell less bad in the van. That's Just true. Um, I think that we put forth a... Dare I say our van does not smell bad. No, it doesn't. And I... There were a couple of times on this last tour. I like <laughs> to clean out our van if I get a chance and, like, light some incense. I love having incense and good smelling stuff and rob's all about like that dove spray i like that dove spray so we sm we keep it smelling good in the yeah. the entheos van it's a nice van sometimes it's messy but i'm just generally sort of a like messy person i wouldn't yeah. say that i'm like messy but i'm kind of i've got my stuff like scattered you know and then i clean it up at the end of the day i would say that you're very very messy oh thanks <laughs> that's what i would say but i'm not messy with like food and stuff <laughs> yeah, you know hey, it's you're just not stuff. dirty yeah, I'm not, yeah dirty. not dirty. There we go. I'm but, scattered, uh, that's for sure. Let me finish that story, though. Yeah, so, sorry. So we get into Canada. We're driving in the Forerunner. We miss the... Sh we we uh, Trailer pops a tire. We leave it on the side of the road, and we go to you know find a Walmart or whatever, and we get a new one, and somehow we got it replaced. And then by the time we made it to the show, the band over us was already playing. So we missed our slot. Oh, and everyone no. was like, you guys suck. You know, fuck you guys. You missed the show. They were pissed at us. And then at the... <clears throat> so there was a few Canada shows. The next night, uh, someone bashes the window out of Dustin's car. <gasps> like, what? Yeah. <clears throat> I think they stole his radio. Old school. In Canada? Yeah. Can Canada is supposed <laughs> to be known for its kindness. Where was this? It was in Montreal. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. And so then we're driving home, and this is Dustin's personal car. Right. And he's driving, and there's no window here, right? And we're driving back through into USA, and it's just downpour. <laughs> oh, no. Down, and he's driving like this, and it's just rain in his face. And, dude, I was, <laughs> oh he was so bummed, and I was just <laughs> cracking up, dude. <laughs> I was just laughing so hard. Wow, what a good Because it friend. was just such a hilarious scene. <laughs> you just needed a good song to go with it like that. Having a bad day. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I know. It was terrible. And I, I was just cracking up. All right. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we finished the tour somehow. We got a, got a, got a van or oh, something. Oh, you got a van. So you drove his car back to Des Moines, Iowa? No, I think we, let, I think we went back to... I honestly don't really know, but I think we went back to DC and left it there and then oh, got man. a van. See, this is the type It was of, crazy. This the, is the, the type <clears throat> of delusion it takes to be a touring individual yeah. for several decades of yeah. your life. So yes. Yes. if you if you're interested in the lifestyle, then just yeah. buckle up, kids, because a lot of crazy shit yeah. happens. Well in and so in Animosity, my first band, we just had like the singer Leo was really pro mm -hmm. and he just went and bought a van. So we just always had a van. You know, we dealt with a, a crappy van for a little while, and then we got a, a good van. So yeah. by the time I was in Animals, I already toured with Animosity for five years or maybe more. And uh, I was just like, wow, this is not how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was when we started Entheos. That was a, a top priority, right? So For the me, first, yeah. I was like, I'm going to buy a van. The like, first thing that we did was went and bought a van. Mm -hmm. That's um, the van that's parked in the and driveway. And we still have it to this day. It's old faithful. We take care of it. We get it checked up before. 300,000 miles. So hopefully it. Uh, yeah. It's starting to worry me just because it's so old. Well, don't say that. We've got some cool tours next year though. We don't yeah, want the uh, van to. <laughs> yeah. so we'll get we'll get it worked on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to figure it out. Yeah, we'll get through. We'll get through. But yeah, speaking of tour, we were thinking of continuing. <gasps> Drum roll. The tour dates. Yeah. <laughs> Drum roll. 
Yeah, there we go. Continuing um, the tour dates. Uh, from the White Chapel from the Tour. White Chapel Tour. From seven months ago. Yeah, seven months plus. So we're going to do our best to recall the days of the tour. Yeah. We did, in fact, do the whole Europe, right? We uh, we did, in fact. All right. So let's hurry up and get through this and then revocation before yeah. we forget about all of um, these tours and we have... How long are we running for here? Uh, 20 minutes. Okay. And for those of you who uh, don't know, we... Have a new cat. We do have a new cat. He's <laughs> sleeping. Thank God. No, he's, right no, he's in here. Oh, shit. He's lurking. Oh, no. He loves being around us, Duh. so I'm just waiting for him to... He's my orbit. Yeah. I was going to say, we are back on Twitch, I guess. Uh, kind of? Yeah. I guess we're back. We kind of like it. We made the decision. I guess we talked about all of this in the pre-show, but... You know, we did a couple of podcasts not on Twitch because we thought maybe that we preferred doing them not on Twitch. And also we just didn't have, we couldn't line up and do the podcast on a Tuesday specifically. So we tried doing it for a few weeks on YouTube and we realized, wow, we're really attached to Twitch. We like it. We miss the Twitchers. We miss the Twitchers and it's really fun to check in with everyone and have the pre-show and catch up a little bit. And then we'll have the post-show where we hang a little harder even. But so if you're listening to this and you're not on Twitch, then make sure to go to twitch.tv slash copper crab and, you know, subscribe to our Twitch. We're going to start trying to do a better job of posting clips on the copper crab thing. Instagram and Facebook and, you know, posting them on our personal pages and getting the, I've been trying to get, get more people in the that. discord. Dude, come on. Yeah. I've been attention golden lobsters, dude. Can anyone Somebody cut should cut clip? clips and fucking post them to our Instagram for us. Let's I assure go. you it's pretty damn easy to find a funny clip because me and Naveen are so hilarious <laughs> and we're always saying funny things all the time. So it's pretty easy. So if anyone out there wants a job, Okay, so <laughs> a really we don't have that many dates to go through. Um, Amber has informed us that we left off at Denver. All right. So let's talk about Denver. I can't even remember where we played in Denver. This is going to be hard. Yeah, uh, I know. It's so long ago. I do oh, have wait. a picture of each venue. Oh, wait. We know exactly where we played in Denver. We so played wait, we left off there? Like we didn't talk about Ven- Denver? Are we... Talked about well, it. We, we can talk about Denver just in case. So a refresher. So, yeah. All right. I think we already talked about Denver because I'm I'm remembering that we talked about the basement. It, it is Marquee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it called the Marquee? No, it's the Granada Gothic. Theater. Gothic. Yeah. The ba- the ba- the the subs from yeah. the show. The the uh, the backstage was underneath the stage. Yeah. And and the mirrors on the wall like. <laughs> Yeah. It was insane. So it's like super awesome before the show because there's a, a sick mirror to sit that I can sit and do my makeup in that's like a, a vanity and stuff. But once the show starts, it's just shaking and it's the loudest that's thing like. of all time. Yeah. Insane. Uh, but I guess, so I guess it was just during soundcheck because we were the first band on the tour. Yeah. So why was it so loud for me? Oh, good question. Yeah, but as know. usual, there was a lot of... Uh, <laughs> There was a lot of weed consumed by weed. by me and by Rob and yep. by Shannon in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's pretty much the huge. Trying to think uh, of what happened. Oh, we went to Moe's. We did go to Moe's. So Moe's is a barbecue spot that's down the like down the street a little bit from the Gothic. And that was where we played one of our first headlining shows ever and it was True. packed when we played it in <clears throat> 2015. Dude, we should it's, go back there. So I'm, I I want to go back really badly and play it most. Yeah, when we first started the band, we uh just did like a string of headlining shows, I guess. Yeah, like, we yeah, a we did. run, not a tour. It's a, it was a run or a string, <clears throat> but definitely string. not a tour. Yeah, and so not a full tour. Uh, one of them went there and that was a very uh, that was a standout show for us. Yeah, it was awesome. Because it's in the same parking lot as the Gothic Theater. Yes. Pretty much. But yeah, pretty much, more or less. Uh, yeah. And also just, you know, Denver, for those of you who are not familiar with Denver's metal scene, it is, I would, I would go as far to say that it might be the best metal scene in between the U.S. and Canada. The world. Like, 
Like Denver is one of the top places to to play a metal show in yeah in the world. The shows are always amazing. Yeah. Like from our first show that we ever played in Denver, there's never been a never mm-hmm. a lackluster Denver no. show. Knock on wood, of Definitely course. Not. But just no. there's something about that city that's just that loves metal and music and some of the best shows I've ever played personally were in, were there. I mean, that Whitechapel show that we played maybe in 20, I think it was 2018, was amazing. Yep. So many awesome shows. We actually have been back to Moe's since that headlining show. The Rivers of Nile tour went there. Mm -hmm. And it was so sick. But yeah, so that show was awesome. I mean, to be expected. It was packed. There were a ton of awesome friends there. We always see, you know, there's a, a group of rad metal bands that live in Denver. So wait, the Rivers tour played at at most. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was I, awesome. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. All right. So well, yeah, great uh, show. The only thing that sucks about playing Denver, there's one thing that sucks, and it's that there is always, no matter what, a super long drive after Denver. Like, there's yeah. no really close place, so we never get the chance to just hang out in the city, which. It would be cool if we did a tour that had like a day off after Denver or before Denver so we yeah. could get there early or stay late and hang out with people a little longer. That's my only complaint about playing there. But other than that, it's literally one of the best cities in the world. Yeah, because we played Utah the next day and that's 521 miles. Yeah, that's... So, so it says eight hours on Google, but that's for us. I mean, that's easily 12 hours. So once you get to that side of the country... um, You'll either go, you know, west or you'll go east. But if you're going west on a tour, then it's like you can just prepare for pretty much the longest drives possible. And many of those nights we do not get a hangout. So it's kind <laughs> and of... And if it's in the winter, you're fire. looking at snow, yep. all sorts of crazy stuff. Yes, which we have. I can't remember what tour it was on, but... Well, I know that that Whitechapel tour actually was in the middle of winter, was in December... But I remember specifically driving that Denver to Salt Lake City. You know that kind of scary pass that's on the yeah. west mm-hmm. side of, of uh, Colorado? 100%. In the middle of the night, driving it and like being asleep and waking up and we're in the middle of a mountain. And I was just like, it's better if I go to sleep because I'm going to be anxious about this. Yeah, I think that night I took a five hour, I was driving. Mm-hmm. I took a five hour energy and I was like, I'm not really feeling it. And I was kind of like sipping on, on, on another one. And then it was gone. Uh And so I had 10 hours of energy. (laughs) And dude, it was fucking insane. Yeah. Like it sucked. Yeah, I bet. I I felt like I was on a crazy drug ride. Yeah, that's too much. I was just like so stressed out and just couldn't sleep. But I Uh obviously drove for a long time. The next day in Denver, though, do you remember that show? Or the next day in Salt Lake City, do you remember the show that was happening Mm. before the Salt Lake City show? So I think that's definitely something to talk about. Yeah. So we pulled up to the club and there was like an outside stage. This is on the White Chapel tour. Uh, there's an outside stage and there's a bunch of smaller punk band. I mean, all kinds of different types of bands playing. And uh, one of them that was playing when we first pulled up was literally, I think, eight people just all marching to the beat of their own drum. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm not saying that like lightly. That That's what was happening. And they had a sax player and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it was more of an art exhibit. Yeah, totally. You know, you get those bands sometimes. It's yeah. a little more of a of a like art school thing than it is yeah. a, a music. It's more of like a an installation than it is a, a yeah. piece of music. De- definitely. Definitely. <laughs> pushing the boundaries. Yeah, pushing the boundaries, which I always like. You know, I like creativity. So. And Chaney and I actually, they let us in the show. They let yes. us in the fest. Shout out. I, I can't remember what the fest was called, but uh, I was really happy that they let us in. It was, it was really fun to watch and kind of walk around. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. And then uh, I went and got, I grabbed a scooter, which is yeah, probably not in my best interest no. if you know my past. Definitely. But I just hopped right on a scooter. Scared me. And I went over to a sushi spot and had sush- uh, some sushi. <laughs> yeah, I met you over there. Actually, you know what? 
I tell tell this to a lot of people. I like Utah. I like Salt Lake City. Utah is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Most people bring up the Mormon thing, mm-hmm. and obviously that's not what I'm talking about. That's I'm not a huge <laughs> fan, but the okay. rest of it is amazing. It's a really beautiful. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a beautiful countryside, mm-hmm. and not only that, I feel like Salt Lake City is just a, a cool little city. That's awesome. And I've had a lot of fun there. We've also just driven through Salt Lake City on the way other places, like not on tour. Totally. And we've stopped and eaten there. There's always something good to eat. And, you know, there's the movie SLC Punk, which is based in Salt Lake City. And it's a really good movie. So There's also, uh, yeah, there's some places in Utah I want to go. What's that popular place that, like, all the rich people live in in Utah? Uh, Uh, Park City, I think it's called. Oh, Park City, Utah. Haven't Is heard that what of it's it. Called? We it's also went to a. Uh, what's the name of that national park that Travis ha- made us go to that one time? That is called uh, Br- Bryce Canyon. Bryce Canyon, which it's good that he made. I say that like it's a bad thing, but <clears throat> which a different time when Travis made us go to a national park, it actually was a bad thing, and it was scary. But oh, this that was time, in Oregon. That was in Oregon, but this time it was gorgeous. Bryce Canyon. We went on the Intronaut tour. Yeah, it's on our way to Vegas, awesome. and it was just abs- It was gorgeous and incredible and breathtaking. Yeah. Then one time uh, in my old band, we had a day off, and everyone went camping in Utah at Snake River. Whoa, that's and it was awesome! So fun, and it was just. I, I just really like Utah, and I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like it's one of the a secret place. In, totally in the U.S. It is. Back to the show, though. The show was awesome. <clears throat> yeah, it uh, was a sick show. Great show. I remember the show. I do, too, and there was something specific that happened during our set, but I can't really put my finger on it. I'm sure, we, right. so- I'm sure we sounded great. All right. Well. <laughs> All right, next day. <clears throat> we were in Seattle, so how, what kind of a drive is that? Oh, uh, we had a day off. Okay. And that's insane. Which, that was our first time back in Seattle. Harrison had to do it. Yeah. Her- Poor guy. Yeah, Harrison was driving on that Jeez. tour. That was uh, an insane drive. That was really cool because you're going, you know, through Wyoming a little bit and through Idaho. So there's like nothing around. So just driving in the middle of the night, the stars were incredible. Yeah. So I kept getting uh, distracted. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, was I, cool I, I recall doing some late night drives on my own and the sky is amazing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll see like uh, lightning in the sky. While you're driving through the desert or something. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, this is amazing. I'm just really grateful for that kind of stuff. That was our first time back in Seattle since the Tech Trek blizzard that we got stuck in. So we we missed playing Studio 7 on Tech Trek with Arch Spiron and Fury and Volvodinia. True. And <clears throat> so it was awesome to actually make it into Seattle. And we played... I can't remember the name of the venue, but we played in like right next to the public market. Is that what it's called? Public market? Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, the tourist area of Seattle. So it was really cool to literally just be able to walk around that area. Yeah, like the first uh, Starbucks is right there. The first Starbucks. There's a bunch of cool restaurants. Uh, I think I got my nails done that day, which is always fantastic for me to be able to find a nail spot. A homeless guy wanted to fight us. That was another did. A homeless guy did try to fight the band. Who did he try to? (laughs) What happened? Uh, I mean, he was, well, he was not in the best mental state, but he kind of saw Rob, he was gravitating towards Rob. Oh, okay. So he was, uh, not stoked on Rob for some reason. And we were just kind of like, get this guy out of here, man. And then the security kind of came out and I don't know, told him to F off and damn, it was a whole thing. It does happen sometimes, you know? Uh, he was not. He was not in a in a uh, normal state of mind. Yeah, put it that yeah. way. But that area has a lot of people who are uh, down and out. Yeah, yeah. But it was. It's. It still <laughs> got like a really rad. The actual public market area. If you walk through, it's really cool. And it's like, I did. Nev- you guys walk through there? I didn't walk through. I did. Yeah, I'd okay. never been there before. I've only played. Um, why isn't the name of it coming to me? Seattle Studio. Well, I've played Studio 7, and I've also played... The other spot. Yeah, what's it called? <clears throat> it's called... Uh, 
Wait, Studio 7 is the one that's kind Studio of shut down now. Studio 7 is shut down, but there's also another... I want to say Ace of Spades, but it's not No, Ace it's of the Spades. place that we were supposed to play with Jake Lloyd's band. It's like, uh, it's, you know, the place. Yeah, I know. I don't know why this is escaping me. We played there with Dillinger. We played there with uh, Archspire. Uh, I've, played, I've played there a million times. Yeah, millions of times. Uh, it's not Hawthorne. Why can't I think of this? I'm gonna no, look, I, I look feel really, up, yeah. yeah. Archspire, Entheos, Seattle. Uh, El Corazon, El duh. Corazon. Yeah, of course. Jeez Louise, yes. So I'd only been to El Corazon in Studio 7, and playing this venue in Public Market was really cool just to be around the area. I went to a super cool bar down the street, and uh, the show that night was awesome. It was this really cool stage that kind of like, it was almost like uh, not quite a half circle, but it was a pretty, it's like one of those stages where you can kind of walk around and see it's like a, yeah. a bit, it's spherical. It was glamorous. Yes, it was glamorous. I feel like that was a glamorous night. It was. And uh, it was just a super fun show. Cool venue. See what else? Oh yeah, we had to park like a couple miles away or like a mile away. Yeah, we did. So we rode uh, rental bikes or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was fun though. That was actually really fun. Yeah, <clears throat> super fun. Yeah, and I did. I I didn't go to the first Starbucks. I should have. It was right there. I didn't either. I was just. We'll be back. Didn't go. Didn't we'll have be time back. To go. We'll be back soon. Got a little terrorizer. Um, what was the next night? The next night was Portland. Okay, that's an easy drive. Shooting on down. What to Portland. venue did we play? Dante's Hawthorne Theater. Oh, we played Hawthorne. Th- yeah. yeah, we did. We totally did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we played Hawthorne Theater. I went down. There are uh, some cool shops on that road that Hawthorne's on, and then there's the grocery store across the street. So I yep. think that I just went down to that. There's a place that's like a theater uh, restaurant bar thing that I just kind of hit every time I'm near Hawthorne. We went there when we visited Lucas. It's just on that street. Yeah, you know yeah what I'm I, talking know, about? I know what you're talking about. So I went there, and, uh, you know, we've been playing Hawthorne for years and years. Yep. And <clears throat> We that, had some friends come to the show. Yes, Christy and Nicole, some friends of ours, came out to the show. We had, that was a fun night. We kind of hung in the, the small bar at the front of Hawthorne yep. a lot that night. <clears throat> we hung out. We, uh, that was an awesome show, too. The only thing that kind of sucks about Hawthorne is that our merch was, like, right near the... It's the front of the stage, essentially, so it's kind of hard to get to. But other than that, it's just a it's a rad venue to play. So yeah, Shannon was getting blasted with yeah. the loud music all night. Loud music, just right in her ear. <clears throat> That's what she signed up for, I guess. <laughs> That's the contract That's you the signed. thing that is kind of a bummer when they put the merch right near the PA. Yeah. Merch- it's like, dude, they have to hear this every night that loud. But it doesn't happen that much. Merch people, I think, probably prefer most of the time to not have to be in with the music just because it's so, it hurts your ears. Yeah. It is cool to see, you want to see the set of the bands, you know, a few times. times, A couple times. A couple times. But then, you know, it starts hurting your ears and stuff. So So then we had a day off. I remember that. Mm -hmm. We went and got Indian food. Remember that, Cheney? Oh, yeah. Us and Shannon. Uh We got an Airbnb in Sacramento. And it was a rad Airbnb. We did our laundry. Naveen and I had like a, there was a guest house in the back. That was And then there awesome. was a sick house in yeah, front. Naveen's awesome. mom came, o- yep. came over the day before the show and we just kind of hung out and it was really got nice. bomb and the, the Airbnb also had uh, food. Like oh, eat yeah. the food. Oh, eat oh, the yeah. food and the fridge. Yeah. yeah. We made a fantastic breakfast. Yeah, they had like pizzas and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was... Uh, that's the the real jam is to get an Airbnb on tour instead of like three or four hotel rooms. I yeah. like to get an Airbnb if we can find something that's sick. And if we have the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because we did do that again in Austin. And we got the sickest Airbnb possible and in that Austin. Because we had so little time. We got there, there so late. Know, it had a pool, a it had a hot tub, and we just couldn't use anything because we got it there so late. That's kind of what tour is like. Yeah. You're like, look at how cool this could be if I had time to do yeah. it. And then you have to go. That's tour. You get the yeah. sickest Airbnb possible and you can't even use any aspect of it. I found that not drinking on tour helped with that. Because mm. you don't want to 
Like for me personally, if I'm drinking, I want to like hang. You know, I'm like, no, we can't totally. go. We're having yeah. fun. You yeah, know? And totally. then, but if I'm just like sober, it's like, yeah, let's get, let's get out of here. Yeah, it's like this okay. isn't fun. Actually. I don't care. So then we played Sacramento, <clears throat> right? Yep. And Naveen's family came to the show. Mm-hmm. That was a great show. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, we went to eat at the spot across the street. We met a bunch of people at merch, which every night, I mean, I feel like that goes without saying, but we met a ton of people on the White Chapel tour. Yep. I just pretty much, after we play, I have fun like hanging out at merch. So I'll just go and chill at merch with Shannon and, you know, hang out. So it was awesome just meeting a bunch of people. It's yeah. always awesome meeting a bunch of people on tour. Let's see. Anything else eventful happen? We got our trailer lights fixed. In Sacramento? Yeah. Wow. Because we needed we them did. fixed. And then directly across the street from our Airbnb was a mechanic. A mechanic. Yeah. Which that's. And they were like, yeah, we all we did was clean off the connector. You yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next day we played L.A. Now I'm just spinning it right. off the top of my head. Yeah. And that was at the Regent. Metal Blade was there. The Regent isn't... There's something about the stage that makes it not like my favorite stage setup to play for some reason. But I still... I love playing there. You got a tattoo that day. I got day. tattooed that day. Yeah. I got a pizza tattoo. You want to pull it out? Show everyone the pizza tattoo. That you got. <clears throat> yeah, I'll pull it out. Well, I have multiple pizza tattoos. Let's see. That's the tattoo we got that. That night by Sarah Joanne, who we've had on the podcast before. I got another one too. You gotta get that sleeve. More to come. I, I like sleeve. to get. Yeah. I want to get pizza tattoos on tour. Yeah, it's your pizza tattoos on tour sleeve. Mm-hmm. That's sick. So, uh, yeah, I got a pizza tattoo that day. My brother came to the show. My brother came to the um, show. Uh, we saw everyone from Metal Blade. Our manager, one of our managers, came Mike to the Torres. show. We saw Mike Torres, who is our old school sound guy. Yeah. And gave him his start. His girlfriend, Courtney, works at the Regent. So if you ever go to the Regent and you see Courtney, tip her very well. Because she works damn hard for that money. Giving uh, you yeah. bomb drinks. <clears throat> but uh, I believe that was a pretty good show, right? It was a great show. I don't think there was a not good show on this. Yeah, I know. So we're really, we're going back and forth between really great and really great show. Like every show was awesome. That was a great show. That was a good time. There was no not great show on this tour. Oh yeah, my my man from Axis was there. Oh yeah, Zed. Mm -hmm. That was sick. Uh, uh, Also, I feel like somebody from Metal Blade was there like, like taking video of us Oh yeah, Stephanie. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, we had some pictures taken that night. And she was like taking pictures of me getting a tattoo and stuff. Totally. There are pictures of that. Okay. Where are those at? They're somewhere in a folder. We should pull them out. I want to see them. Um, (laughs) The next day, though, I got to be honest. I think the next night was my favorite show of the entire tour. Yeah, that was. At the Observatory in Anaheim. Santa. Santa. That place was huge. That was fucking crazy. That was crazy. It was like one of the coolest nights. The backstage room was amazing. There was an awesome weed store down the street. I got and up with that weed. place. One wins me over every time because of the amount of parking. Oh, mm-hmm. Ample parking at the oh, observatory it, it in Santa Ana. You could park any vehicle there. I mean, literally, you could land a jumbo jet there. And I have to be like, the crowd was just on fire yeah. that night. The crowd was, was just really going fun. off, and like I. You know, it's awesome playing a bunch of good shows. There are so many good shows that we get to play. There are some shows, though, that you're like, God damn, this is like what this is. This is what I signed up for. Like, I can't. This uh, is what I want. If I could go back and tell, like, you know, 12 year old Cheney, who's starting to get into metal, that this is what you're going to be doing someday. I just wouldn't believe that shit. There's no way. There's no way I would ever believe it. That show was incredible. There were so many people there. It was just a great night. Like, you know, we had some drinks with Arch Spire. I was hanging out with all of them. Uh, Justin McKinney from from the Zenith Passage, Scott Carstairs, uh, Fallujah, all of our homies were there. Chasen, 
who's in yeah. Brand of Sacrifice now. A bunch of our friends were just with us hanging out in our van after the show, and it was just like one of those nights. It, it was, was it was a so fun. It was a very special night. And the merch was outside on like a lounge kind of outdoor area. Yeah. So it was just really fun to be out there and just to be hanging out. Totally. Mingling and stuff. Totally. Eric was there. Eric's in the chat right now. It was great to see him. Uh, we've gone to shows at the observatory. I think the first show that we ever saw there was Noisia. Yeah. At the observatory in the small room since way before we were even a band. Yeah. Uh, because we used to live in L.A. Is that when we... No, we came down for that show. Okay, yeah, that yeah, might... You know, we when we lived in California. We lived in LA. But it was shortly but after. But anyway, it was, yeah, it was shortly after that. And uh, so when you get to play places like that, it's really like a, a pinch yourself type moment. We've played the small room with Intronaut. And right. that was crazy because like uh, one of the guys from Tool was at that show and that was insane. Yeah, like the bass player, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know... So the observatory show was just like, it was just one of those shows. There's no other way to put it. It was a good time. Yeah, it was great. Next night, Arizona. Yeah. Wow, I can remember every show. I'm just doing this off the top of my head. Wow. That Arizona show, we went to that awesome Mexican restaurant down the street. That day was hot. Oh, it was so fucking hot. That venue was cool, though. They had a basketball court right outside. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was a wedding party happening next door yes and i was watching them set up and i kind of <laughs> kind of wanted to be like your guys's wedding is about to get ruined right now <laughs> yeah i wonder how it sounded in there loud obviously <clears throat> the last time that we had to be the last time that we played there before this was with uh arch spire and we were playing the basement and code orange was playing the the upstairs yeah room. remember that when yes. we were playing it was like yeah, you could it just hear so the upstairs loud. so fucking loud. It was crazy. Like in between songs, it was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. I was like, what the hell? I know. Uh, but it was an awesome show. So the merch was in the basement that day. Uh, they weren't having a show that day in the basement. Right. Yeah. So that was yeah, that was uh, that was actually sick. Vicky from the Agonist came out to the show. It was great to to meet her. We're like internet friends. Yeah. So it was cool to meet her. Um, we got that awesome Mexican food. There was a cool backstage that was like a basement type area. Johnny was there. Johnny was there. Johnny Davey. Uh, that was also the day the Axe Effects broke. Like everyone gathered around trying to fix it. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. Axe Effects? I don't know about these things. Ryan's uh, Axe Effects broke. Really? But uh, it was like the display that broke. Yeah. And I think it still worked, but with no display. Uh, so, something like that. God. That's why he wanted to use the shock absorbent rack or whatever. Oh, got you. Got you. Shock mount. It all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a great day. Phoenix, yeah, Arizona. Bismarck. Yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. It was fun. It was hot that day. Oh, it's freaking yeah. hot. That's how Phoenix is. It's always hot during the day, and it's freezing ice cold at night. And there are a bunch of cats running around the streets all the time. Yeah, I remember my trying to take Phoenix. a nap that day in the van, and I was like, this is just not happening. Mm-mm. It's just a sweat box. Not a thing. And then we had a day off, apparently, and then we went to Austin. Yeah, because that drive was miserable. Yeah, that's really fucked. Oh, remember the Austin show? So the Austin show was outside. That and was fu- oh, man. It, it started raining. So Shannon had our merch set up in Duber, who does uh, merch for Signs of the Swarm. All of our merch was kind of set, set up like there's a staircase thing or a patio that blocks a lot of the merch area. But ours was set up a little outside of that area. It was like under a staircase. Literally, yeah. literally Harry Potter. Dude, it just got there was a <laughs> rainstorm and it just got pummeled with rain. It was just. just Shot water, water. Fall, water falling on the merch yeah and I, and I had a my phone out and i was just taking a video of it and i put it in my story <laughs> and uh paul actually responded from bt band oh yeah he was like every time we play there it's a torrential down <laughs> really and i was like what the hell it's an outdoor <laughs> oh yeah so but it was cool because it was a uh, i caught another uh scooter on down to what's it called sixth yeah so sixth is like the main drag of Austin. You know, if people go to uh, South by Southwest, a lot of it's on sixth and the comedy mothership 
which is Joe Rogan's club that a lot of my favorite comedians like Kill Tony is shot there. A lot of stuff that I like is there. So I wanted to catch a scooter down to the comedy mothership. Jenny, it was like your uh, Mecca. It's, it was one of my, it was like my Mecca. Yeah. One of my Meccas. I, wish I have go many. to a show there. Yeah, we're going to go to a show there eventually. Yeah. But so I went and I only could see the outside of it. It wasn't open uh, until that night. And I got some drinks down the street and then I walked back over to the venue and that was a an awesome night. We like partied with Archspire that night. Yeah, we had a good time that night. Austin is a Austin's goddamn good time. Come on, man. Austin is so fun. Such a fun time. It's like almost as cool as Nashville. Yeah, it's like right there. It's like yeah, you know, it's second. But yeah, we had a lot of uh, fun that night for sure. We did too much fun. Well, we had a little too much fun. I might have, but that. So we did have Unhealthy the day off. Of fun. We did have the day off right before that. That's what we were talking about. And then we pulled up to this badass Airbnb that was like a, so you know, sad. it's one of those like loft area. What are those called? They call them tall and skinnies in Nashville, but yeah, it was like a new development townhouse. with like yeah townhouse. There we go. So it was, was like, like a, four or five or six of them maybe, and they were all Airbnbs, and they all had a sick pool. And I was just like, I'm gonna. I'm going to stoke my crew out and buy this Airbnb with a pool and a hot tub and yeah, but laundry. But it just took so long to get there that we didn't get there till like late at night. Yeah. We didn't get there till late and we couldn't use the freaking pool. We couldn't do anything. I tried. Harrison tried. Uh, but we did wash our clothes. So that's I think that's we also a did a shotgun too. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. did a shotgun. We got there. We'll be getting some Airbnbs on this uh, Lorna Shore run. Yeah, what are we going to do? They're also, only, yeah. We're going to get Airbnbs. I'll be so close together, yeah. Let's get a hot tub. Yeah, we're getting a hot, freaking hot tub in a Jersey. Maybe we'll stay at the Jersey Shore house. <laughs> I'm going to look up how much that costs. <laughs> Invite Snooks over. Uh, and then... <laughs> uh, so after Austin, what was that? Dallas. I remember that Dallas. day. Dallas. You, you remember that day? Uh, what venue was it at? It was... Oh, yeah, it's at that venue we've never been to before. It's called the Granada. Yeah. It was really nice. It was That was an awesome venue. Super they had great catering. Yeah. Fantastic catering. A little weird on the setup because it's like the... the it's kind of nowhere to go. No, no, the rows. Do you remember how that was? It was like yeah. there was a small row and then a fence thing, and then there was another small row and a fence thing and another third small one. So there's yeah. the mosh pit thing. People did mosh. But it was nearly impossible to mosh because it was a weird little area. But it was a fucking awesome show. Dan DeFonce was there, our booking agent. Yeah, very uh, professional venue. Yeah, super cool. And uh, it was all of our stuff was out back. Another rain situation. Right, yes. But all of it was underneath of uh, Easy Ups. True. Tents. That was a good night. If you don't know what an Easy Up is. Then it's similar to a tent. And uh, again, great parking. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. These are all things that we. That's is my thing. Where are we going to park? Well, people That's might like not realize this aspect of, of tour. It's like when you get to a venue. If you're playing like New York City, if you're playing New York City at the Gramercy on the Whitechapel tour, we got so damn lucky because we found parking literally right next yeah. to the venue. But normally, we're parking like two miles away. And you better grab all your shit because you're not going to make the walk. I mean, there's a Seinfeld episode about this. Really? About parking. Yeah. He's like, he's got such a good spot that he never wants to move his car again. Yeah. And I, I, I feel that. See, <laughs> being from Iowa, I'm used to ample parking. Yeah. Like there is not a place that you're going to go. Even if you go downtown, there, we have parking lots there because it's such a sm small downtown. But Naveen is from a place or you lived in, you're from... Santa Cruz, there's parking there, yeah. but you lived in San Francisco where there's virtually no parking. So when we started dating, and even to this day, I will complain about how far Naveen will park away from a place like Walmart. Like he'll park just all the, the way in the back spot. of the freaking yeah. parking lot because he's used to, it's called like, it's like parking <laughs> disparity or something. I don't know. If yeah, it's a called word like it. parking famine. You, yeah. you, that's what you have. There's a parking scarcity. Parking scarcity model. Yeah, but I mean, I'll I I still think about to this day when we go to a show or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, look at this parking spot. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. When we went to the show the other night, the inferior show. Oh yeah. I was like, we're like nice one, one block spot. away from the club. Yeah. This is amazing. Seriously. 
So yeah, it was pretty pretty much from my decade of living in the Bay Area. Which that inferior no show was tight, man. That was a good show. Yeah, we good saw show. the other day. We did go to that the other day. Uh, what was the next? Okay, so night? Dallas. We left out of Dallas and went to Little Rock for an off day show. Oh, oh, which was super oh, sick. Little yeah, Rock, a really good time. It was at a pizza place. Yeah, we had pizza. It was a good show. Yeah, it was just us and Signs of the Swarm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We met some people. Uh, good show. Can't well, complain. For oh, that one. Arch Spire came. Yeah. Arch, oh, Arch Spire. See, this is the thing about our off-day shows. They're so obsessed with us. They Arch had to come Spire to loves us so show. much, and I'm yeah. sure that Dean could vouch for this uh, if he were around right now. They love us so much that they had to come to all of our off-day shows. Well, they were planning on going to like a water park or something. Yeah. And then we got to the show. And we asked them where they were. They're like, we're sitting in a Walmart parking lot, like 40 yeah, minutes like, away. Come yeah. to the Why show. Why do that? Come on down. They're like, all right, yeah. So their sound guy, Miles, was doing our sound. I mean, he was our sound guy as well on the tour. So it kind of worked out yeah. for us that they would just come to the shows. And they had, they were carrying the lighting rig. So yeah, they were carrying the we lights. looked way cooler yeah. when our spire showed up. Yep. <clears throat> so we really so we wanted we them to show that up. night. Not, be, we, not only because they're our friends, but we. Well, we love being around gear. them too. We did. So, so Spencer, I remember, was up front that night, like getting drunk and just like jamming out, which yeah. that was awesome. Man, I miss those guys. I miss the fuck out of those guys, dude. Oh, how many shows do you think we play with them? A hundred? Nah, we've done three tours with them. Yeah. Pretty damn close. We should add it up. Probably man. like sixty or seventy. We should. It's got to be more than that. Europe was probably like what? A hundred. Thirty? No, we tours are never thirty days long. Twenty five. Regardless, I just want to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I'll say them. a couple more things about the show. I think uh, Arspire was like the most hype in the crowd. Yeah. And that Spencer was screaming at Rob during the show. Yeah. And they were just like talking while playing on stage. <laughs> yeah, they were stuff. And then you were like throwing in some like gravity blast just oh, like, yeah, yeah. for fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Good show. And we were all uh, drinking that day. And we were drinking. By the way, full disclosure. We were drinking. Yeah. We were there were some drinks time. to be had. And yeah, because there was a parking lot across the street and we were all parked over there. And Arch Spire's uh, bandwagon. bandwagon was there. Yes. All right, and what and was then the we're getting day? close to the end of the tour. We yeah. are St. Louis. Okay, pops. St. Louis was sick. It was that big fucking venue. Oh, uh, dude, it was the red flag, yeah. of course, because <laughs> we got well. You got red, uh, Rob a red flag shirt. Did I get him the shirt? Yeah. I did. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Or a hoodie. I have not seen him wear that since then. Because uh, <laughs> that's no, I have. I have. Oh, really? Yeah, that's his. Uh, so Rob always talks about red flags. Yeah. And uh, so we had to get him that shirt. If you will. Dude, that venue is so cool, though. It's like a new venue, and it's across from where Fubar was. And um, so the backstage is, what are those called? Like little houses? Yeah, it has like containers. Yeah, containers. So the entire backstage is made out of containers. And like you go up these stairs, and there are two like done up containers uh, that you're backstage in and you there's like a patio area do you did you watch the show from that area uh i didn't watch most of the show but uh i went up there for backstage and stuff and saw sound check and stuff it yeah. was super sick up there dude it was so sick so you could watch you had like the perfect view of the stage from the patio up there and i went to there was like a bar across the street where i had a couple of drinks early in the day the crowd was awesome uh, I watched a lot of Whitechapel's set that night. They sounded so goddamn sick. Whitechapel is really one of the best live bands out there, in my opinion. Brandon Cagle has them just ripping, sounding so good. Uh, but yeah, that was a really fun night. I hung out with I hung out with Shannon at Merch a lot of that night. Met a bunch of people as usual. It's just a cool. <coughs> that place was a cool setup. Wait, and they had. Uh... Whitechapel bought us food that day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Here's something you guys should know about Whitechapel. These guys are good guys. Yeah. On the last day, the or, la- well, the first, second to last day, they buy everybody food, catering. Yes. And it was... Uh, tacos. Yeah, tacos. tacos. And they had veggie stuff. Remember that? Did they you did. have that? Yeah, it, it was, was so good. It was well, like uh, jackfruit carnitas or something. Totally. So good. 
And not every headlining band that you'll go out with, you know, every headlining band has their own special thing that they do. Whitechapel, they'll, they buy a meal for everyone the last day of tour. They did it the last tour that we did together. <coughs> it's just very kind of them. It's yeah. a very awesome thing of a headlining band to do <clears throat> to the other support bands to be like, hey, thank you guys so much for doing this tour. To show that they appreciate everyone who's been on the tour. And that was just a, that's, Really fucking rad of those guys yeah. to do. So shout out Whitechapel for being that kind of headlining. Band. And they did it on the last tour that we did too. They did. Yeah, the second to last day. Yep. Because you know why? The last day everyone's trying to do their own shit. Yeah, definitely. And the last day, so the last day of the last tour was in Knoxville, which is their hometown. That was actually the Christmas show. That was the Christmas, the first the Christmas, Christmas show that yeah. we did. And the last day of this last tour was. Also, one of those shows like the Santa Ana show that's just like cemented in the history of my brain forever. That was one of the best days of my life. My entire life. And I can't wait until the next Straight time up. that we, uh, you know, playing Nashville on that tour was amazing. Playing it on revocation was amazing. And I can't wait until the next time we play Nashville because I've, I've just fucking love this city, yeah. man. And now that we live here, we feel a definite kinship. There's a kinship to the city. But that, and the show was huge. It was crazy. It was like 2,500 people there. Sold out. Marathon Music Works. Yeah. It was, in Nashville. Oh, man. A venue that we've seen Cannibal Corpse at. Uh, like, you know, the big dogs are headlining this place. White and then Chapel we had a baller dogs. backstage. Oh, it's we like had the coolest of, backstage. Yeah. So we had tons of friends there. Yep. It was super fun. I last minute grabbed all the camera stuff, like all this podcast shit. And I was like, we're going to make some fucking live videos. Yeah. Fuck so, it. Any live video that you see from that tour is coming out from that show. And we didn't get all the sickest angles. Like, we didn't get an, an angle on the pit just because Naveen pulled it all together completely it was la it was last, last minute. minute. Yeah, last minute. And, but it looked awesome. It, it turned out just so badass. It really did. And, uh, God, that show was just so awesome. It was completely packed when we went on stage. Um I was that day. I was nervous. I was like, "Damn, yeah, was you know, like, a lot of my friends are here. A lot of these golden lobsters are here. We better yep. rip it." Yeah, a lot of golden lobsters showed up. Amber and Lizzie and Narlos were in the front row. Uh, and Amber and Lizzie held up a red flag on their phones when when I asked everyone to hold up. Like, uh, I asked people during "I'm the Void" to pull out their phones and turn on the flashlight, and Amber and Lizzie pulled out red flags and pointed them at Rob. So, <laughs> in "I Am the Void." Uh, there's a live video up on the Entheos YouTube channel. You should go check it out if you haven't. But uh, there's Let's a link part. It. We're gonna link that. Yeah, we'll link it. There's a part at the very beginning where Naveen's looking out in the crowd and cracking up, and then kind of looking over to Rob, and it's because Amber and Lizzie have <laughs> the red flags up on their phones. Yeah. But uh, that show, I mean, dude, that show's like going down in history yeah. is one of the best shows for our band of all time. I, I hard to top that. It's hard, hard to, to top, top it. That. And still thinking about it, I want to cry. Because, like I said, there are a lot of... You'll play a lot of good shows. But some shows, you're just like, I made the right decision. Yeah. I made the right decision. <clears throat> Following yeah, this really, crazy life. Um, doing all this shit. Validating. Yeah. Dedicating my life to this thing. This crazy yeah. thing that people will try to turn you off the path and be like, don't do that. I know. We made the right decision. Yeah. And shows like that... Tours like that, just really, really, uh, they're reassuring. It's really tours like that, the whole tour. You're just like, I fucking did the right yeah. thing here. You're just like, I can't believe it. Yeah, everything's How just going How this great. happened to me. Yeah. 100%. Uh, but and then we had a fucking party at the house after party. the show, dude. There were a lot of Golden Lobsters at that show. Thank you so much to everyone who came out to that because it was a really special night. I still have a picture. I'm going to get it printed out. So we can put it on the wall of all the golden lobsters who came out to that. And hopefully in the future, you know, Naveen and I have been talking a lot about doing some kind of golden lobster gathering in Nashville, you know, trying to figure out something. So I hope that we can just continue to yeah. build on that group that was there because, you know, the, the podcast has been cool doing it. We've loved doing it for these, I guess it's been almost, I guess, three and a half years, three and a half years. Uh, it's been great to do, but the coolest thing to come out of this has been the Golden Lobster community. The, those of you who are coming out to shows and you're like, 
I listen to the podcast and you're a part of this like inner circle now. And it's your, we are your friends. You're our friends. It's become more than just a podcast and just a band. And this community is like the coolest fucking thing to come from it. And yeah. having all of you guys in one place is just, I, it's so cool to see. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, Harrison's there. Uh, all of you guys are there. It's just so fun. And I hope that we can continue to build on that and to get all of us together and to plan stuff out, you know, a year in advance to give everyone a chance to get the money together to come to Nashville and hang out. So we will be doing something. We just need to figure out how exactly to do it. Yeah. We're thinking about maybe getting a big Airbnb. Yeah. Maybe having a Entheos play as well. Yeah, just have a some sick kind of show that be around sick, it, man? and then yeah. <laughs> you know some kind of show, whether it be at the end and we do something special, like you know play an album in full, or you know we'll do some kind of special set and then do, shoot a podcast at the Airbnb, yeah. of course, a live yeah, podcast. But live essentially, just have a weekend that's about all of us hanging out. Gotta um, got to do that. But yeah, so that that Nashville show and then having the party. Yeah. So then we. Chani and I were like, dude, fuck it. We're having a party at the house afterwards. And we invited basically everybody from the tour who wanted to come. Yeah. Like uh, Ben from Whitechapel and his wife, Jill, came over. Freaking Archspire pulled up in their uh, bandwagon, which is like a s- small bus. And I was like, just park it on the on the lawn. Yeah. They just parked it in the lawn. Uh, just yeah, anybody who wanted to come was there. We had some... Golden Lobster fam in the house. Yes, we did. All of our friends, our friends who live nearby. Yep. And it was just like a surreal night. I called me. and ordered $300 worth of Roma pizza and that was pasta. Such a baller We've move, talked dude. about this on the podcast, but dude, that's <clears> the <throat> ultimate party move. Just like, boom, all the food gets there. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah. You just order a yeah. shitload of food. You don't care. I picked out a bunch of shit. I was like, okay, you know, cheese pizza, pepperoni, whatever. Chicken tenders, whatever. You grab it all and you get it delivered to the house and then it just shows up and everyone freaks out hype. and will eat it. I don't think any hype. food got thrown away. No, not any. Everyone ate it. It was just such a good time. It was it such was a good so time fun. and it was the best way to cap off oh, yeah, the and then oh, oh, And then Dean comes up to me and he's like, hey, uh, you guys got to take these lights. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Because they're huge. They're, they're in these big ass cases. And I'm like, I don't have anywhere to put that. What are you talking about? And then uh, I kind of just ignored him for a while. And then he comes back up and he's like, yo, man, I, I know you really don't want to deal with this right, right now. Because I've been like drinking all day. I'm like just party, party mode, having hella fun. Yeah. It's like, I know you don't really don't want to deal with this, man. But you got to take the light rig. Like <laughs> we have whatever, something, the plan, original plan for it to get picked up didn't work. And we had to take it. So I was like, all right, let's go check out my shed. And dude. Seriously, all the guys in Archspire, Spencer kind of leading the pack, just started manned up and just fucking moved everything out of the way in my uh, shed. And we just put all the light rigs in there and then a truck came and got them a couple of days later. So, And that was the end of the really tour. really wasn't that big of a deal, but it was uh, just kind of a funny little event. And that was the end of the tour, man. Yeah. So I'm glad that we went through and talked about that tour. We finally wrapped up the second half of... <clears throat> The, what was it called? The Valley Tour. Yeah. So which I played on, go. by the way. Yeah, which Naveen played on the <laughs> Valley Tour. That's true. Or you played on the Valley album. Yeah. By Whitechapel. Kind of funny when I was there. So check out that album. Check out our album, Time Will Take Us All. Make sure to get that shit on your year-end list or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll just end it there. <laughs> We're going to end it there. <clears throat> yeah, we... Uh, I'm glad we got through that. I'm glad we got through it. Have a great week, That was, that was week, actually you guys. fun for me to re- recant what happened. Next week, we'll talk about the Revocation and Unearth tour. Why not? Date by date. Why not? Let's go. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, y'all. We fucking love you. All right. See you next week, everybody. And stick around for the post show. <laughs>